Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Long time no see. This your boy, Philly Swag Goo, and good old Commissioner Z. Commissioner's here. Signing uh, in. Yeah. Signing in. We got a lot to go over. It might be a little season tonight. You know, I know y'all miss us and everybody talking about we some dead walking zombies. But, you know, we back here trying to make this podcast great again. You know, make the podcast yeah, um, great again. I, I, w- I do want to apologize because... The reason why that last podcast didn't happen was strictly my fault, because I ate too much food. It was my birthday on Wednesday. You ate too much food, and you blaming it on your birthday, old man? What's going on? I ate way too much food, and it was it was done. By the time I was ready to be able to move again, it was like it was nine thirty, and that's and that was definitely dead. So, oh my goodness, very uh, very. We 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 gotta make this man better. Tell this <laughs> old man do better. This old man got to do better. Twenty eight metabolism Ooh, slow. Twenty eight, Mister, you twenty eight. Yeah, can't twenty eight years young. I like it. Meals anymore. So, once again, I apologize, y'all. But hey, let's let's get right into it. Start, hey, man, let's start, get right into podcast. it. Let's get right into it. Hmm. Whew, man, this was this was a very very. What, where you want to start? Where you want to start at? You want where you want to start at? Man, I do want to say that I think a lot of we're we're starting to get to the point where it's clear who's going to. Who's the contenders in my in my eyes? I think I can see who's probably going to make the playoffs. Like even more, so like there's a lot of teams that's just pretty much just kind of out of it, and we'll touch that on the um on the power rankings. But um, I know I know I think it was Justin. I was like, hey, a lot of people, everybody's still in it. I don't I don't think everybody's still in it. But um, these last two weeks were very very critical for uh, for playoff moves, and a lot of trades were going on. So like I said, we can. Um, before we could j- even jump into the trades and all that, what do you think about? What are your thoughts on the last uh, two weeks? I think it was eight, eight and nine. My last, the last two weeks, I just gotta say it's been a lot of great coaching. It's been a lot of just, it's just been a lot of good and bad fantasy management. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta, you gotta say shout out to all the owners that are making, they're making moves. We even got a few rookies out here that are trying to make some plays. They know they need to do something. So, you know, shout out to good old Mudless Dick, Muddy Dick. He's out here. He finally got his dick out the mud when it came to a trade. Now, people have mixed feelings on this trade, but nonetheless, he still got his beak wet, and he's making moves. He's trying to be a playoff contender, so I can respect that. I mean, even my man, even Morgan Freeman's, you know, he might come out with a brand-new name change, but, you know, my man is doing his thing. He made some moves. Seems like he's solidified in his position right now, so I like it. I like a lot of of activity, but I also got to say there's a few teams that I'm just really not impressed with. It seems like they just completely just pooped the bid. They just, they're going to, they're going into just straight zombie mode. You know, they're not even using their waiver wire position. Yeah. Still got trade room. I mean, you know, you got one person trying to do long-term investments. It's week nine. And if you recall, when we did this podcast a few weeks ago, we talked about you can't afford this. You know, it's just it's very it's very interesting, but overall, I'm still excited. I'm still excited, it's, and we still got a lot of we still got a good amount of football. Not a lot. We do, and it's it's play. it's one of those things where we're starting to get to the point where it's it's even more exciting for like seven or eight teams, but then we just got a few teams that's just like ah, it's way less exciting for them than it was in the beginning of the year. But that's the nature of the beast, and that's why we 
need to add a last place penalty. So, oh, this last place penalty. Oh, we definitely making somebody go into the Philadelphia Library and just scream extra loud, <laughs> do something crazy because this guy, this it's ha- it has to be a punishment. It has to be. It there's, can't just be all easy. There is no, there's last no, place. Um, there's no dying in peace. Just let my let me and my team just just sink to the bottom. Like that's not that's not we don't have that here. That's not. Hey man, for. so so you know it's coming. Yeah, you know it's coming. You've been warned. You've been Mr. Fantasy Champ, a.k.a. T, and good old Lito the Champion, a.k.a. Let Me Die in Peace, a.k.a. I don't even know what your team name is. What's your team? Oh, excuse me, Tier 4 Captain. You have been warned. You have been warned. You have been warned. Especially him. He has been very I don't know, man. It seems like, (laughs) you know, at this point, I want to see who scores more points between him or T. Yeah, both trash ass teams, but I mean, I, I would say <laughs> I'll say tier four team is just this is just so bad. But uh, oh, let's get it. Let's get into what. Let's get into what happened week eight and week nine. Before let's we get going. into what happened on week nine. Good old week nine. Week nine was very very interesting, if I may say so. Week nine. Phew. Let's just let's just get into it. So we got week nine. You mean run down? You mean run down these these games right quick? Uh, sure. Give us a little, uh, just I'll give, give you a, a nice quick, little quick breeze, quick yeah, breeze quick rundown. Breeze. So for week nine, our winners, we have Philly Swag, who scored 138 against T, who scored 86-72. Next winner, we had good old Dab and Cam, Dab Cam, scored 111.76 versus good old Walking Dead, Tier 4 Captain. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. It's so moving bad. on, moving on. We got even Morgan Freeman. Coming back, scoring 119.96 versus I don't know anymore versus running back plague versus you know, rest in peace Hove, who scored a measly 98.2. Then you got the Bull Darius coming off of a big, huge shit-talking win against your boy Philly Swagoo. My man barely put up 80 points because he was going up against the man from the land. He scored a whopping 140.96. And, of course, he took the highest scoring award. So, shout out to my man from the land, good old Kneecat. Mm-hmm. And we got King Tiger versus Boogeyman. This is a nice shootout, but King Tiger had the lead. Had, he had the lead at the very at the very end. He scored 124.24. Boogeyman scored 115.90. It's very interesting to see Boogeyman's identity has changed. Seeing as though he's gotten rid of his running back for quarterback. So, we'll move on and talk about that later. And then last but not least, we had good old Muddy Dick. Who was crying victim? Now he got a good win against our our, our fallen titan. Yeah, fallen Sasha, titan. Sasha Tomato, aka Princess Tomato. It seems like the, the luck is going dry, and we don't, we don't know what's going on. But we'll see what happens as we moving forward. That was pretty much week nine. So in in, in a nutshell. So pick up what matchup um piqued your interest the most. My biggest, the biggest matchup that featured me that honestly that I actually really kept my eye on was Mudless Dicks versus Princess Tomato. I had an idea. I had a feeling that Princess Tomato, her team would just turn up until when I realized Todd Gurley only put up 1690. This is a, I think this is actually a season low for him, which is remarkable, seeing as though the Saints can't really hold. Yes, this is a season low, and the Saints can't hold water. And it was like my man was held to 68 rushing yards and 11 receiving. That's unheard of. And one touchdown, like, I mean, yeah. It, it when he's was at low, that point, when he's had low, um, low yards, he's usually had like two or three touchdowns to go with it. So it was very surprising to see that happen. 
and watching yeah. that game, he they really they really shut him down. It was they they were all over Todd Gurley. They they weren't playing with him. And then to make matters worse, I think the also the other the other frustrating thing about Sasha's Sasha's team was that if you pay attention, her running backs are usually very prolific. But this was the first week that Philip Lindsay from the Denver Broncos actually did not score a touchdown. He was contained to three point five yards per carry, and it's remarkable because if you look at it. Philip Lindsay also had Royce Freeman, who sat out that game with a high ankle sprain, and it was it was about him and Devontae Booker. Of course, Booker got the was the touchdown vulture, uh-huh. but you know Philip Lindsay is all about yardage. But my man couldn't get that touchdown, and that's usually what makes him golden. So he's kind of a touchdown dependent dependent running back. So it's a, it's a shame to see Sasha topple like this, but you know it made room for Muntless Dick, his whole team. His whole team played solid except Lamar Miller. You know, Lamar was like 21 rushing yards, 27 yards, and I'm 27 uh, receiving yards, and I'm out. But Jared Goff had an excellent game against the Saints. And you know who else played very, very well for Mudless Dick? Defense, the Vikings. They had nine points against, 10 sacks, a fumble, and a defensive touchdown. Can't ask for more. And, of course, you know Sasha still won the battle in defenses. The Bears had nine points allowed, four sacks, three interceptions, a fumble, and two defensive touchdowns, scoring a whopping 28 points. So that was my matchup. What about you, Commissioner Z? What was the matchup you was really paying attention to? Um, it, it was kind of tough, and I, I was I really kind of had my eye on the um, – I want to say the, the Boogeyman King Tiger matchup. Ooh, but solid pick. Solid pick. I like this. Yeah, it was, that was that – was, um, that was a really, a really good one, mainly because this was kind of the boogeyman's last, like, hurrah. Like, can he win this game? And then um, King Tiger is also just, like, a really hot team. I don't know what – I feel like he's he hasn't lost in a while. So, it's just, like, this. these are – this was a very – this had a lot of playoff implications. Like, is King Tiger for real? Does boogeyman still have a shot? And it was kind of answered in boogeyman losing by 10 points. And it was a tough, tough loss. I'm, if I'm him – I'm shaking my head because I have a QB. He traded for Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes only scored four more points than Big Ben. And his running backs put up a combined, like, 15 points. When you when the running back he traded away, Kamara, dropped, like, 30. So, I mean, if he doesn't make that trade, he wins this game, and he's still in the playoff hunt. But pretty much that trade killed him. King Tiger, I mean, he's like I said, his team's hot. We'll see. He should. Um, we should see how his team performs in the playoffs. But I, don't, I, I mean, that's this team hasn't lost in a while, and it's it's honestly, he's made so many trades, and it's 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 looking good, man. It's looking really good. Oh yeah, Team Tiger is out here. He is, <laughs> he just refuses to go away. And then if anybody's been paying attention, Team Tiger really started very very low. And then out of nowhere, my man just turned up and said, enough is enough. Yeah, and it's just like you look at his roster turn, and it's kind of crazy because, like, what? I'm like, I turn thing. my head. I'm like, I don't even know who's on his team anymore. And I look, it's like, it's got Drew Brees on his team. Like, what? Um, Julio Jones, A.J. Green, and um, he's got Marlon. Keenan Brown. Allen. Good old Keenan Allen. Yeah. That, that Keenan <laughs> Allen investment is looking real good compared to Leonard Fournette. But, you know, I'm not going to pick sides tonight. That's not that's not what I'm here for tonight. It's just it's just very interesting to see how everything has turned out. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it, it's it's very like I said, he's six and three. I mean, I I think he's pretty much um, he, he's he's top of the league when I'm pretty sure he started off on two, so he's six and three now, and 
like I said, that's a very it's a very tough team team to keep an eye on. Any you have any uh big mistakes out there, Coach Z? What you what you what you see out there that wasn't uh that wasn't soothing to the eye? Ooh. Did you see any <laughs> see any see anything that was like ooh that hurt? Cause I got one right now. Then, I got one right now. You know I'm about to shoot. I'm ready to shoot my shot. I'm I'm going to steal it from you. I know I am. Oh, go ahead, say it, coach. Say uh, it, coach. We'll see. We'll see. It's it's the Matt Ryan on the bench for Dak. It's for Dak and. Uh, Ooh, we picked the same team, yeah. but not the same shot. So go okay. ahead and go and, ahead. And this in. is important, right? It's really important that now, granted, he was gonna he was gonna lose anyway, but he's not guaranteed to make the playoffs. It might come down to points, and that makes a difference. Like scoring seventy two points in a week, man. That's that's gonna that's something that can get you out the race. I mean, it, granted, like, he was always going to lose this game. Tay was the top scorer. And, but if he, if he put up, like, if he put up, like, 90 points, I mean, that keeps a little bit more distance from, I think it's it's going to be even Morgan Freeman or yourself when it comes down to points. So, you, like, you got to really start looking at that stuff, and you can't afford to have Oh, that. yeah. Like, you don't play, like, you got to play Matt Ryan, I think. And Dak is, is very suspect, so. That Dak is extremely suspect. He's almost suspect to the point where it's like, you know, like Dak has has some good plays, and then out of nowhere he just goes, he reverts to being bad again. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, and and Matt Ryan, uh, I get his matchup was against the Redskins. Redskins were hot, but like, I think they they're frauds. They have a negative. They have a winning record with a negative point differential. Like, you don't really. They're not really a team that. You should be afraid to start a top QB. Like Matt Ryan's been really good this year. So again, like I said, I think I went on enough about it. Who's your Who's your? Uh, well, my favorite? my bad pick was somebody didn't do their homework to see that Gronkowski was not suiting Ooh. up. I don't know if that was a game time decision or what, but yeah, uh, I missed that completely. I missed somebody it. was upset there, and I don't want to say his name out, but it's making me believe that my man is not supposed to be where he's supposed to be at. Which makes you makes me think that my man was a fraud. <clears throat> makes we, me think my man was a fraud. That is that's actually I Stone I completely fraud by the way. I completely over overlooked that, and it, like I said, we've always said Justin's a good owner, but that was a rip. That was a that was a toughie. That was a toughie. I mean, he he has had some some bad mishaps when it comes to you know when it comes to when t- it comes to tight ends, but that one was a bad one. That was a really bad one. Is is Gronk a team killer? Because I'm starting to think he is. I think he is too. No wonder why I got him off my team so quickly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Is, uh... Thanks, Darius. I think Darius definitely got next. <laughs> Darius definitely got I don't next. Think he's I would say. I would say the moment. So I was very questionable at fantasy because I tried to get Gronk every year. The moment I stopped drafting him was the moment I got better. Oh, would you look at that? Look at you growing up, fantasy champ. Look at you growing. Oh, I almost called you fantasy champ. Oh, whoops. Yeah, no, I'm, I didn't. I don't. I don't deserve that title yet. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping this year. So, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. What else we got? We you wanna you wanna hit these uh you wanna hit these you wanna hit these rumor mills? You got any rumor mills for us, coach? Rumor mill, man. I think, I think we have. So a reminder that trade deadline is very soon. 
Trade deadline. Everybody heard, heard it here. I haven't heard a ton of things. Um, unfortunately, I can confirm that this is not a good rumor, but Saquon Barkley is going to go sink with the ship. He's not going to be moved. Saquon Barkley sinking with the ship? Oh, no. Yeah, I think we all kind of know that, that instead of trying to make his team better, he just kind of wants to – he's fine just dying in peace, scoring 70 a week. Well, so. he ain't going to die in total peace because you know that ass. He got to do something. No, we can't make him. We can't make him do anything this year, but something's got to happen next year, and this will be a a um a big reason for it. So stuff like this, nonsense like that. Um, Dalvin Cook is on a rumor is on the uh, trade block. I'm taking off. Did you say Dalvin Cook, the injury prone king? Dalvin Cook is on the the guy that blocked that and and instantly ran a. As soon as he's healthy, ran a seventy yard. Almost touchdown, so. Oh, 70 yards, almost good. touchdown. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say touchdown because uh, last time I checked, Latavius Murray got that touchdown. That's all good. Not many, <laughs> not many, uh, it was even a surprise he played. So, and not many, you got to be talented to be able to pull off a 70-yard run. So, I think that says enough about his talent and why I'm not selling low on him. But I am, I am shocking him. I, was, I do want to see what's out there. Okay, fair enough. Hey, hey man, you can, you can always see what the weather look like. What what the weather look like? I can dig it. What uh, uh anything else you heard? I got a, I got a few I got a few mills. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Well, I heard just from the wire, no fugazi, but I heard uh Mr. Marlon Mack might be on the move. Hmm. Oh, old Marlon Mack. I mean, listen, I don't know if y'all been paying attention, but Marlon Mack has two monstrous RB one games, and he looking like he the real deal. You know, after a fantasy champ had the crown, Naheem Hines as the best waiver wire pickup, ah, and uh, then I had to also champ. I, I'll take I'll take pride in this. I mean, I'll take responsibility in this. But I said Jordan Wilkins was going to be the man that year. I was severely wrong because now he's been reduced to a third down back. If that, if that, right? If that, I mean, you know, Marlon Mack is looking like the real deal. So I heard he might be on the move. So. Uh, that's a so high. Get your Twitter, like get your Twitter fingers up. He might be, he might be on another team come Monday, or come Sunday. Ooh. And uh, do I have any other rumor mills? Let me check. Let me check my report. Let me check my feed right quick. Yeah, let's check see. the feed. Let me see. Uh, I don't there's, have been a, there's been a rumor that that fantasy champ has lost his confidence. And oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Fantasy champ did what? It seems like it's been a rumor that he's lost his confidence in, in his team and in himself and doesn't know what to do anymore. Fantasy champ has lost himself. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Is this yeah, real? I don't even think his name is Fantasy Champ anymore. I think it's What's his, very, Oh, very his name simple. is T. Oh, no. Are you right? Are you? you are you, Wait, Commissioner, are you sure this is a rumor? I don't know, man. You true, can't man. put nobody on blast now. Maybe maybe it's, uh, it's, one, of, it's one of those rumors we can uh, – Maybe ask for confirmation. Hit the chat up and see what he says. Oh goodness! Oh no! With the the real meaning behind the name change, because I heard it was for those reasons that I listed with the con- loss of confidence. Wow! My goodness! My my my! Have the fantasy champ has he's died and just turned to dust. dust. He's lost. <laughs> He's lost all confidence. I think he needs some help, coach. I think he needs some help, coach. Amen. 
he he needs some he needs some milk actually. <laughs> he needs some milk. He needs some milk. And, uh, I mean, unfortunately, he's not the only one that may have lost some confidence. This is this is may not even be a rumor because you can just see it all uh, right in his team name. It's, I don't know anymore. Oh no! Lost, Brother lost Hope changed his name to I don't know anymore. <laughs> he was so hopeful when he had Mark Ingram because I mean you know he wasn't trying to move him for a. Moving for the right price now, he don't know anymore. I mean, don't know I, anything. I feel for him. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Not, T, my, not my boy Ho. If T lost confidence, it's not the worst thing because hey, at least, at least he's at humbled least now at this point. <laughs> I don't know anymore. It's definitely worse. Damn! Are we hurting feelings out here, Commissioner? We might be, man. I mean, listen, my feelings. I will admit, my feelings got hurt when I lost to Darius last week. There is no reason why I lost that bad, and I got murked. And then just to come to see him get murked this week, straight justice. Yo, can I can I say that your gift, well, your gift was hilarious, the one that you posted with T? Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, you know I had to give him a nice little spanking. I had to that's give him the, a nice that's little. The, that's the gift of the year, man. I had to give him a little nice little spanking. You know, just I had to do it with a smile. I mean, I told you I, I wasn't going to dabble too much. I feel like as as a, as a commentator, I've been a tad bit hard on T, and then I had my own roasting session. So this is my opportunity just to say sorry to T. Like, T, you know we all good. We definitely want you back for next year. But don't you ever come into this fantasy league proclaiming that you're going to be the fantasy champ, and then you barely even have a winning record, bro. Like, mm-hmm. nah, we're not having that. So Fair. you're going to have to try that shit again next year. Because, listen, Sasha already told you politely, don't go keep my name out your mouth until you beat me, cuz. She said it in a very polite way. That's how I interpreted it. So, so just to just to recap, you said you're sorry. This is you're using this time to apologize to T for being mean. And then yeah, I'm apologizing T to being mean. And then slung grease. Yeah, I'm no, a, I'm a sling from grease. I mean, this listen, this whole this whole fantasy league is nothing but full of grease. But that was some very subtle grease, some very nice grease. I'm not going to do my advanced analytics and say he scored absolutely zero points from any of his trade acquisitions this week. I'm not going to do that this week. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm only here. I'm only here <laughs> to apologize. I'm not going to do that. Oh man, let's uh, let's jump into these trades, man. We had like. Oh, we had a like tumultuous amount of trades. Let's get into these trades. I can't. The rumor mill can only be was so hot when we got so many ridiculous trades going on. Hey, man. Hey, man. Well, let's see how ridiculous they are. You want to start with the first? How many we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Here, you take the you and take them you first. Know what? That's not even. Um, that's I, not even I all of cut, them. Yeah, I think I cut a few out because they were just too small. But uh, these okay. were like the major ones, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I'll take the first one. It's just. Um, well, I got Lamar Miller for Marvin Jones, and that's between I don't know anymore and King Tiger. I think it was a interesting move for King Tiger. I thought it was a I don't think I think Marvin Jones is very. I actually think he's in a much better situation since they traded Golden Tate. So it may not have been exactly a sell high, but I will say this: he doesn't really need another wide receiver so i don't think he needed a wide receiver yeah, I, from the jump street i don't think he really honestly needed to move lamar miller in my opinion he has his his team consists of mark ingram lamar miller and aaron jones who correct. are now about to start playing because aaron jones has completely taken over the one two and three 
when it comes to running back. So maybe that might have been his. I don't know if that was it a was, panic move or that was a move for depth. I don't it was a setup, that. right? So he, he, like we said, he doesn't even have Lamar, Lamar Miller on his team anymore. So he, he shifted. It was actually a really good trade for King Tiger, I think, because he he got the running back. Running backs always have more value, and then he was able to flip flip him for someone else. So Marvin Jones is solid, though. He might he's going to keep reducing, but. I like it, it was definitely it was quite savvy. I was well. We have to see if Lamar Miller. Well, we we have to see. You know, this last week the Detroit Lions offense was just completely abysmal. No one did anything, Matt Stafford included. So we need we need a little bit more to see what happens after you know post post Golden Tate. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, Stafford may he's mm. played with Golden Tate for so long he may forget how to. Like what to do when a safety blanket is. I, I mean, apparently he knows how to throw to Kenny G and Marvin Jones, but we need to see. We need, we need a bigger sample size. Correct. So speaking of Kenny G, why don't you grab the next one? I'll grab the next one. The next one was Kenny Galladay for Jalen Richard. That was from your boy Philly Swagoo versus Mudless Dicks. Now, before I before I go in on this trade, I have to say this is Mudless Dicks' first trade of the That's year. Hard. His first some- trade. I, we don't have any audio things, so I'm just we can just give him a round. Just give him a round of applause. A round of applause for that. Round of applause. Now, not so much of a round of applause. Mudless dicks, in my in my opinion, I'm not speaking as Philly Swaggo. I'm just looking at the trade overall. In my opinion, this league is well known to hoard running backs, and running backs are important. You know, everybody knows that Marshawn Lynch is. Uh, is not playing for the uh, for the Raiders right now, so it's all about Jalen Richard and Doug Martin. And Doug Martin's not playing well, so Jalen Richard, according to game script, gets a lot of clock. But Jalen Richard just does not produce like he should, or like he should as a RB one. Now, huh. Kenny Galladay has always been a part of a strong flex, heavy pass offense. With the uh, with the unfortunate departure of Golden Tate, everyone's everyone assumed that his stock would skyrocket. Eh, it could be still on the rise right now. We we need we need some more time to see. But this trade overall was not the best move for Mudless Sticks because it just made him have a a slight hole in the flex. Now. On the flip side, you can also say Jalen Richard and Kenny G scored the exact same amount of points. So, did he lose that much? Maybe not. In the long run, you got to see. It's not so, see that. It's not all about right. How much? Oh, did I lose? Like how much did he gain from trading Kenny G during a time when his value was literally at an all-time high, and he could have definitely sold him for a running back that was not just a passing down specialist on a bad team. I mean, like, he's not a good one. He's not really a good player. So, it's like, what's his ceiling? I don't think much. I don't think the Raiders are going to be putting up a ton of points. Like, he's not like a James White type of guy. And I just think he could have gotten so much more than what he's what he ended up getting for Kenny. They scored the same amount of points. I mean, and honestly, the, the real issue of Kenny is the fact that his schedule is really, really tough. So, maybe he doesn't blow up the rest of the way, but um, 
yeah, it's 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 a rookie. It's kind of like one of the rookie moves. It's not the worst in the world. It's not it the worst. It could have been. It could have been. It could. It could have gone worse. It could have gone it worse. Been worse. It's just like, man, you got to sell higher than that. Like goodness, that. Like like my thing is like, all right, if he had a bad game, and you want to sell him for a running back, all right, this is the best you get. But you got to think of the circumstances, right? Golden Tate was just traded. More targets for Kenny G. Everyone's saying like, "Oh, Kenny G needs to be bought." You can sell him for way more than what you just got, than than, than just Jalen Richard. Just even Jaylen if Richard. you were, it's even if you were running back starved. Yeah, exactly. You you got to shop around a little bit more and, and get more. The thought was right, but the execution wasn't. I, I think was uh, very questionable. But I think with that said, he's only going to get much better at trading now. Oh, so yeah. And now he knows. Now he knows. So. A lot of that, a lot of his nonsense and his super duper extra fleecing offers can be put to bed now that he has an idea of how the market is, how the market is going to work, and how you should not just settle for just a running back just because he looks like he's going to have a good game. Because don't let it fool you; these NFL prediction point predictions are not the truth at all. You can ask. I mean. I'll be the first one to say for the weeks that I had MVP Mahomes, I mean, they had him scoring 15 points. Then my man scores 30. Then he scores 25. Then he scores 24. So, I mean, you know. I don't even, I don't even look at those projections. Yeah, I, those, I those projections, honestly, are just – they're just they're just decorations. Don't yeah. don't don't get lost in them. Maybe I should be telling this to uh, to T because I, yeah. I don't think he even know how to really play. But, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you can't resist. I'm not going to do that. I'm not gonna do that tonight. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it tonight. I'm not gonna do it tonight. Let's uh, let's jump on the second trade um, that we got. Okay. Uh, I will take this one simply because you're in the vault with it again. Okay. Uh, the, the Golden Tate is Golden Tate and Lockett for Dion and Sammy. Um, I think you got some good. This is a low key fleece cut on low key the more, fleece. The more I look at it, it's like you fleece the Morgans. The even Morgan Freeman's because Golden Tate and Sammy Watkins probably have the same value, and hmm. Deion Lewis is on the rise. It seems like the Titans got their offense figured out. They realize they need to just get him involved. And Lockett, as you just saw, I think he was living on like two catches and a touchdown. So, and then he didn't get the touchdown. He dropped like a point. So it's like Lockett is not really playable. Golden Tate may not even be as good as he was on the Lions. He may be. We'll see. It's kind of hard for a wide receiver to to join an offense mid-year and really produce. We will see. But Sammy wasn't bad. Sammy was really solid on a good offense. So it's not the worst in the world, but because we aren't talking about superstars being moved here. So it doesn't kill the Morgans, uh, the Morgan Freemans, like, Playoff hopes. I think. I mean, he does still. have James Conner. Exactly. Yeah, so he's he does fine, have James Conner. So man, it's just looking at this trade in the vacuum. It is not. I don't like it at all. The more I look at it. Fair enough. I can. Yep. I can dig it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. He, you know, he has Melvin Gordon and James Conner. So he, it, exactly. He he is worst. not really necessarily worried about a running back. And mind you, you know, he got Duke Johnson, who replaced Dion. Mm-mm-mm. We'll get there. Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. The, we gonna get you there. Can jump onto the next trade. We gonna get there. Okay, I'll take this one. We got Jimmy Graham 
Drew Brees, for Lamar Miller, Baker Mayfield, and DJ Moore from the Panthers. This was between King Tiger and Mudless Dick. This is his second trade. I like this trade for Mudless Dicks, and I'm going to say this. I feel as though he was able to move Jimmy Graham, who was giving him to- a total amount of heartbreak. Now, unfortunately, as soon as he moved them, Jimmy Graham does come up with a touchdown. So, eh, sorry. Drew Brees, I'm not exactly sure why you would get rid of Drew Brees in that hot offense. I mean, if he's not throwing a touchdown to Michael Thomas, he's throwing a touchdown to Elvin Kamara. If he's not throwing a touchdown to Elvin Kamara, then damn it, he finding somebody to throw this touchdown pass to. So, I'm not really feeling that, but on the strength of his roster, he does have Jared Goff in the back pocket. So, exactly. I, I do like it. I do like it. I feel like this trade was good for him. He was able to recover from the Jalen Richard trade. He got Lamar Miller. He has a solid quarterback, Baker Mayfield. I don't necessarily know if he's going to play him over Jared Goff all the time, but I like Baker. And DJ Moore, his stock is can, is trending upward right now. <coughs> it actually goes to show that DJ Moore and the Panthers dab cam is really showing showing the world that his receivers are solid and they're athletic as hell. So I like I like this trade for both of them. Even for Tiger. Tiger, you know, Tiger traded away David and Juku and he has Evan Ingram and Jimmy Graham. So now he has choices. If he ever wants to double tight and flex it up, which I know he would never will, because that's a direct quote from the Tiger camp that he will never ever play two tight ends. That's fine. Should. Never do that, but I mean, if it's not Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski, I'm not going to play. Cool. Can we say, can we say Travis Kelsey and, and like George Kittle or something? Because Brock hasn't done anything. Oh, oh man, are you disrespecting a Patriots player right now? I mean, he's fine. Are you? But you sure? Just, we talking fantasy. <laughs> I mean, hey man, I'm just making sure you all right. The Patriots you know, you knew said... they tried to trade him in the off season. They hey, knew man. that he wasn't going to be the the same guy. <laughs> they already knew. Hey man, that's that's very interesting and very big of you to say. So I, I like it. I like, but I also like this trade the most for Tiger because he has Breeze. He didn't really have the best quarterback. He got he had De- Derek Carr at one point. We'll get to that. Oh, actually, yeah, no one cares about that. But he ended up trading off Derek Carr for a second for a number two uh, Saints receiver named Traycon Smith, and he has Drew Breeze. So I mean, you know. Tiger has completely turned his roster into something beautiful. So, yeah, this trade, this trade, I feel like it benefited. It was very even. It wasn't too much of, you know, it wasn't heavy fleecage. It seems like everybody just got a really nice T-shirt and they're both comfortable with it. I, I actually, yeah, I do like this trade a lot better than his first trade. And that's why I say he's going to get better with trades. Um, I, I do think there's just too much. I think this should have just been a breeze for Lamar Miller trade. Like Jimmy Graham, Baker Mayfield, DJ Morris, it's fluff in there. But um, the heart of it is Breeze and Lamar Miller. Solid trade. Right. You want me to take this next one or you got it? No, let me, let me take oh, it. Oh, gosh. I'll only be quiet for now. Only, I mean, it's your trade. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's the Mahomes for Kamara trade. The, the trade that I would I would think ruined uh boogeyman season I th- I don't know why I I mean this this trade just kills me because like all right Mahomes for Kamara like Mahomes is really good but like damn you don't get no running back nothing no running back back it's just like ah just QB for top two running back interesting and um I'm gonna spill over some uh some trade discussions here um, I hope you don't mind. 
Mr. Swagger. But Excuse me? I'm going to spill over some trade wow. discussions here. I'm just going to wow. slip a little bit. But uh, I asked for Kamara from you. and you. Asked Why don't you just her. say this in the fucking rumor mill? And you asked for, no, because it's a good time to talk about it. I asked for Kamara. You asked for Hopkins and Mixon, like an RB1 and a wide receiver one. And I'm like, you know, that's actually kind of a reasonable uh, request. Am I going to do it? No. But that just kind of show. I absolutely would have laughed if you asked for that with Mahomes. And you know damn well you wouldn't have got that. But Kamara is really good, and he kind of deserves to be treated as almost as just as good as Gurley to an extent. Like, he can drop 30 really easily. He's actually – there was a scary couple of weeks with Mark Ingram, but it kind of is clear that Kamara is just better, and they just want to use Kamara more than Ingram. So he might just get back to dropping 30-point games. Um, and Mahomes, as good as he is, but listen, our format doesn't really value him. It's a, it's a one QB league. There's like 14, 15 QBs that are that are good. And Mahomes, like I said, he's got that competitive advantage, but not a, not enough for a, a complete – for like the best running back, the second best running back in the league. Uh, Mahomes, we, this type of trade needs to go in a like a six – touch six passing down six passing touchdown league or a two QB league, not a one QB four passing touchdown league. I hope that makes sense for our listeners, but that's you probably might want to, you might probably might want to explain that. So I'm, uh, I'm talking about, so QBs don't just inherently don't have a lot of value. I don't know if y'all realize this, but they don't have a lot of value. Mahomes is special because he does score a lot more than everyone else, but, to an extent, his ceiling is capped because passing touchdowns are only worth four points. They're not worth six points like a rushing touchdown. And to top it off, there's a large supply of running back. Or there's a large supply of corner of quarterbacks to the point where you can play matchups to an extent. Um, if this was a two QB league, as in each, you were required to play two quarterbacks, <clears throat> then someone like Mahomes would be great because there's like no QBs like the around. league. Like yeah, everyone the, the overall them. market would be very will be very dry when it comes to quarterbacks. Yes, yeah, I, I believe in two QB leagues. Like quarterbacks go in the first round because it's like you need to have a QB. You can't be there is no oh like there like you're going to be playing like Nick Mullins and, and <laughs> don't yeah, no, hey, hey real real rap don't disrespect Nick Mullins because that man <laughs> came out with a QB rating of hundred plus. <laughs> so don't disrespect that man like that. So this may have been a little advice. This is why, like, people don't draft. People always say, if you're doing any research, do not draft a QB high. This is why everyone's saying sell Mahomes. It's because it's because of this. It's because most leagues are four touchdown leagues, and they don't value QBs as high as you would think. So, but that's that. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, <laughs> well, as as Philly swag dude, listen, the trade I told y'all. A week ago, that Mahomes was on the block. L was the only one that was talking to me. Everybody else was Fugazi. I mean, even Tier 4 Captain was Fugazi. And I gave him the ultimate fleece. But I'm not going to get into that. Because <laughs> that's not the type of mood I'm in. I'm just not. But I like I like the trade. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice to have 60 points off the running back. Alone. And you have Deshaun Watson. So it's like, okay, like. Maybe I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna get that ten points extra from Mahomes to. But I'm gonna get that twenty points extra from Kamara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but moving on, moving on. I'm gonna take the next. I'm gonna take the next trade. 
We got Le'Veon Bell for AJ Green. This was between Morgan's even Freeman's, even Freeman Morgan's Freeman's, even Morgan Freeman's, even Morgan Freeman's, and King Tiger. Now, again, why are we trading Le'Veon Bell again? <laughs> this man is done for the season. I'm sorry. I love Le'Veon Bell, but this man is not putting on no uniform this year. He's losing a lot of money, and he's just going to ride this one out to the bitter end. I, I can't Let me ask you, do you, do you think he's going to have a uniform standing on the sideline at the very No, I don't think he's – I don't think he's – I think he's honestly just trying to piss away money at this point because he's clearly not worried about it. He's not playing – he's not playing for the Steelers. The Steelers don't want him. They're not they're, – they only want him to sign his franchise tender so he can be traded. He just seems like at this point now he's just turning into a straight cancer, and the team seems like they are just phasing him out. The head coach is phasing him out. Even AB hasn't said anything, and AB has been a staunch supporter of Le'Veon Bell. Did Did you hear? Hold on. Did you hear what Mike Tomlin said? He said we Tomlin? need volunteers, not hostages. That is enough said right there. Very, very. That is very, that is very. That's very. That's that's a strong. That's a strong quote from Mike Tomlin. He said it so casually, so that lets me know that. There is no way my man is dressing up and putting a steel, putting a steel with, uh, what is it, black and gold, whatever that nut, they nut ass colors. I'm not really a huge Steelers fans, as you can see, but I like Le'Veon Bell. But Derek, nah, man, he, he, listen, I'm trying to tell you, he's coming back as a Jet. He's coming back as a Jet. It's the only team that's got enough to offer him a $90 million contract. They're going to pay for it, too. They should do, I actually think they should do it. I really think they should do it. They have they who? At running back besides Crowell, I mean, shit, send Crowell to Pittsburgh. He'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I, I like this. I like this. I, I'm I'm not really a huge fan of this trade, so I have to pick someone I like. I like Morgan Freeman for acquiring AJ Green, although AJ Green has had some health issues and he's currently going to be out for two two weeks. He doesn't need surgery, but he still needs rest. So. Maybe, you know, maybe even Morgan Freeman's can afford to a two-week buffer period. But for King Tiger, I like it. But you you have a beautiful roster. You don't need this dead man here. You just don't need it. You just, and he's undroppable. So he has to be traded. So it, yeah. it's, it's just frustrating. I have a slightly different opinion, but not over not – that much different that's worth discussing. I do think Bell could come back and provide value, but I'd rather have AJ Green than Bell when it comes to like the late season value. I think I don't think I think if Bell comes back it's just gonna be like as like a flex guy. I, I mean as a flex guy, you think he's just gonna be playing a little bit of team he gonna be playing like why why would he waste his body just to be playing it once or twice here? He has to be there. I mean you can't just like refuse to play. Like if the team's like, "Yo, we're gonna play you," you gotta play. I mean, if we, if he does, if he reports, and he's on the sidelines, I mean, the team could definitely just choose to have him inactive, or they could choose to be like, "Hey, we could get some value for Bell, or out of Bell, and you know, do a couple snaps." We still think James Conner's the man and deserves all the carries, but maybe Bell just becomes like a change of pace back for him. I can I can dig it. I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think Le'Veon Tom as a Steeler is just done for now. Yeah, that's perfectly reasonable, too. That's mm-hmm. why I said. A.J. Green, he's got a two-week injury, and he's going to come back and be A.J. Green. We don't know what the hell we're getting from Bell. It's just too up in the air, and it's just a player that doesn't have any fantasy value right now. 
he's just a name, and I hate to say that, but he really is just a name. Like, he has no value. At this point, Jalen Richard has more value than fucking Le'Veon Bell. Potentially, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's almost like Le'Veon Bell feeling right now. It's like Jalen Richard. I mean, there you go, right there. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going. I'm not going to pry at this trade. It's it's a solid trade for a solid trade for the both of them. Maybe someone can afford. Maybe someone can't. Maybe someone gets a huge investment. Someone maybe gets a huge loss. We'll see. But you want to take this next one? You got a whole lot of magic here. <laughs> yeah, we got the Fitz for Fitz trade. Uh, Fitz magic for. Larry Fitzgerald. Eh, I'm kind of torn on this one, but I guess that means it kind of makes sense. Um, I guess, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald looks like he's, uh, he's, you know, he's getting a little bit better out there. It looks like the offense coordinator, Byron Leftwich, wants to use him. So, um, and if T, if, if y'all don't realize, this is between uh, Morgan Freeman and T. T might want that last little. Fitzgerald to help him. I don't think Fitz, uh, Fitz uh, what's his name, is going to help him much. He's got Carson Wentz. Fitz Magic is definitely going to help even Morgan Freeman's. Kirk Cousins is really streaky, and Fitz, Fitz Magic, man, whenever he plays, he puts up 20 plus. So, I mean, you never know when he's going to dress, randomly drop like three picks, but when he produces, he produces. So, this is a, actually a solid, solid trade. I do think that, I do think that Fitzgerald had a little bit more value, but. Then again, Fitzmagic is like apparently the Bucks. Whoever's starting at the Bucks QB is the number two quarterback on the year. Like if you were to add their numbers, so that's an offense you want to be a part of. Fair enough. I can I can I can respect that. I mean, you know, he's got some time. I think you think this is uh, Fitzgerald's last season. Uh, you know, I really like Fitzgerald as a player. He's like one of my favorite players right now. He's just like a great receiver, very respectable. I hope not, man. I want to keep seeing him play, but he's getting old, man. He's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, he's kind of like a slot receiver. Yeah, he's pretty much. I think this might be his last year. Mm. It'll be a shame to see Fitzgerald go. I'm not a huge Cardinals fan, but he was. He's a hell of a player. It's really hard to be like. Like I haven't heard anyone say they just don't like Fitzgerald. Like, oh man, I can't despise (laughs) despise him. Like, no, no. It's Fitzgerald. He's just a he's he's just a good man out there playing some football, and he's CTE free. CTE free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna take let me take this last one. This is our last big one. Yeah, we good. We had good old Dookie Duke Johnson for Latavius Murray. Duke Johnson sure. for Latavius Murray. Now, I have mixed feelings about this trade. I like Latavius Murray because he just somehow, even though his RB run comes back, he just keeps finding a way to score points. And Duke Johnson has been quiet all year. All year, up until now, he wants to put up 25. And, you know, who has who has Duke Johnson? Is it is it uh, Morgan Freeman's? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman traded. <laughs> even, even Freeman, Morgan even, Freeman? Even, even, even Morgan Freeman's. They traded away Duke for Latavius Murray. Hmm. Now, you know, you know, someone, I, I forget his name, but someone told me about number chasing. 
a long time ago. And maybe I feel like somebody here in this trade is number chasing. Or or not, because I am the one to say that Hope was totally wrong when he was talking about Patrick Mahomes. Because Alex Smith is just some poop juice. Alex Smith ain't never done anything that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> just did. And I'm sorry to pry on this again, but you were adamant in saying Mahomes is just going to taper off. I mean, that boy's still doing great. Quite. I was quite adamant, but. He quite. That boy is good. I mean, he's not on my team no more, but I'm going to still put some respect on his name, and that's MVP. That's MVP right there. But I will say I like this trade a lot for Princess. She gets Duke. Maybe Latavius Murray was a movable piece. She has she has uh she has Gurley and Philip Lindsay. She has some options at the flex. She needs to bring she needs to find some type of magic to get her winning record back. She's still scoring the she's still not scoring the most, but she still has the most points scored in the league. So maybe she can figure something out. Or maybe she's in the science lab doing something. I'm not really a huge fan of this for Dre. For for good old Morgan for even Morgan Freeman's. Even Morgan Freeman. Thank you. I finally got it right. Three yeah. times in the cast. I finally got it right. Even Morgan Freeman's, I mean, it was just you was already breaking even. And I don't know. You know, if Delvin Cook continues to come back, if you look at research, maybe Murray gets phased out where he becomes a touchdown dependent type of back, like Buck Allen, Royce Freeman, Derrick Henry. Uh, the list goes on. And I think Latavius Murray is in that list. So yeah. um, I'm gonna have to skew it to Princess Tomatoes. I like I like I like this trade for her. Just gives her a little bit more depth, some options. She she needs it. Uh, her her running back situation is always it's looking shitty. real hairy. It got hairy, but mind you, yeah, she's got girly. But yeah, little, mind you, she still got she that guy called Girly. So yeah. relax. So that's our that's our big trades. Oh. Commissioner, would you like to make your uh, trade deadline? Oh yeah, just a just random commission announcements. Uh, trade deadline this Friday. Um, I actually think it's coming at a good time. People, I think we're all traded out. There's too many. <laughs> it's like we have too many trades, and I didn't think I would ever say that, but I think we've done made enough moves on a year, so it's actually a good time. Trade deadline this Friday, so get y'all. Anyone else that want to make any trades, just keep that in mind. This is your last chance to do it. This is and the also, last dance. Yes, this is it. It's been the trade's been fun, but now now it's time to just focus on the wire and managing your team, and then getting your team playoff ready. It's about that time, week ten. And now we also, with that said, if your team happens to not be playoff ready and you stuck, please keep managing your team. Keep setting and your damn I, lineup, <laughs> um, Mark <laughs> and uh, Terrence. And a hove. Have some pride. Set your set your lineup. Hit the. Just make sure you, at the very least, don't have inactive players on there. Just let's just make it interesting. Let's someone play to try to play the role of the spoiler. Oh, I know Please who's no going to be the spoiler. Wins. Oh, I know who's going to be the spoiler. Who's that? That uh, I got I got my, I got my money on T. He finally got all three of his running backs. He might be. He, he going to really try and spoil be. somebody. He might be a spoiler. Spoil I mean, we caught it, right? Watch, like, watch Leonard you... Fournette come back this week and drop twenty five. <laughs> but it was like, why are you waiting when you're when you're losing when you've lost so many? Like, why are you waiting? Just maybe he came into this league just to be a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> it's very possible. 
maybe. But I'm not well, having it. Ain't worried. Well, I, I actually, I mean, he definitely didn't come here to be a spoiler. He came here to be a champ. So he came here to be a champ, and what happened? <laughs> His name is now. See, Zap, see, see this? You keep we pulling can't. me. You keep pulling me to the we dark side. You stop, you stop talking about this. Stop doing this to me. <laughs> I told y'all it was going to be nice, and you making me be mean again. Stop it. T, you're going to do just fine. You're going to be a spoiler, but you ain't spoiling me. Let's uh, let's jump into our predictions for week six. Let's just do the uh, the fast, the fast and furious. Oh, week prediction. six. I'm, did I say week six? Yes. I'm... What are you talking about? <laughs> are you drunk? I might be, man. You, you better not. I think you. I think that's that old man. Are you, you getting tired, Zeppy? Uh, it's not quite. 8.30, 8, 8.30 is definitely, so my bedtime is like 9, so it's getting there, but not quite. All right, yeah, let's hit these, uh, bit. let's hit these good old, let's hit these good old predictions here. Let's hit these good old predictions here. So I don't know about you, but I'm feeling real good. But these predictions, we're going, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. We're going to be Euro-stepping, back-juking, stiff-arm, Heisman. All day. This is how we're gonna start this. We got kneecap, brother, the brother from the man, the man from the land, the brother man. Good old Dante going up against Mudless Dick. My man Mudless Dick. Hmm. Got an interesting looking team this week. It's gonna be a very it's gonna be a very close one. So we gotta see how this is gonna go. I'm not gonna lie, kneecap has been rolling on all cylinders. He's got Kareem Hunt, James White. He's got the PPR champ, and Kareem Hunt just doesn't not does not know how to chill. So, you know what? I'm gonna have to give I'm gonna have to give the edge to my man kneecap. Oh, and then besides, I don't know if y'all heard, but Mother's Dick might have made a might have made a small small error. He said he's gonna try to take that big man down. I like the confidence, but uh, Tane nothing to play with. Moving on, we got even Morgan Freeman's. There it goes. Even Morgan Freeman's boogeyman. How the hell did he side note? How the hell did he come up with that name? These names are awesome. He might be rivaling good old Lito the champ. I don't know, man. I'm I'm very impressed. I'm not gonna lie. That's, I'm very that's impressed. definitely like an inside joke. I don't even know where it's even more But but moving on, my man just acquired Fitz uh Fitzpatrick, who is a nice solid trade. He's got Melvin Gordon and James Conner. Boogeyman got MVP Mahomes. Adrian Peterson and good old Gio, fresh from the waiver wire. So let's see what happens this week. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna have to give it to my man, even Morgan Freeman's. I like Melvin Gordon and James Conner. You know they both have been they've been averaging some really good points. And Melvin Gordon and James Conner, they put up plus fifty last week, which is the second highest running back uh, tandem in the league. So I really, really like this team right now, and they're heavy with it. So I'm gonna have to skew it to my man, even Morgan Freeman. Then we got we got the top. Well, we did have the we yeah we got the top, uh, we got the top versus good old Sasha, we got Dabin Cam with a record of seven two versus Princess Tomato with a record of five and four. She's unfortunately had a bad losing streak of three, but maybe she can make some magic and come back around. I like I'm not gonna lie I like the matchups, I like the matchups for Dab Cam. He's got he's got Pittsburgh. Cam got Pittsburgh and Rogers got Miami. I'm not gonna lie. Somebody's about to torch. Somebody's defense is getting torched this week, and I got a feeling it's it's them Dolphins. I got a feeling it's gonna. Don't be worry, them. it's not gonna stay. I got a feeling it's gonna be them Dolphins. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm not. Uh, this this a rough one. She has some. She got some nice fresh waiver wire pickups. So we got to see if they help. 
I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I'm. I'm gonna have to get an edge to my man Dab Cam. I don't like supporting this man, but Mixon is looking real good against the Saints. If Sonny Michelle come back against the Tennessee Titans, that'll be interesting. Zach Ertz is always gonna put up numbers against the the, the sucky cowgirls because their defense can't hold water. So I'm gonna have to get an edge to my man Dab Cam. As much as I don't want Sasha, you know I'm still supporting you because I think Juju about to go off. Juju been quiet. I think Juju about to go off. Moving on, we got we got the battle of the bums. I like it. The battle of the bums. We got good old T with a record of tier six versus tier four captain Marquez Decimus Mustmus Ridius. Sleep at the wheel at uh sad two and seven. Sad sad two and seven. Now this week, he's got his main force. He's got Saquon Barkley back for that Monday night game. So make sure you guys are tuning in. It's going to be New York Giants versus San Francisco 49ers. And T has his big three this week. He's got David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, and good old Leonard Fournette. If he dresses, he has been practicing. I don't know if anyone's been paying attention to the injury report, but he has been practicing in full. No slack, no cat. So it seems like all signs are pointing to him playing this week. So you know what? I'm going to have to get an edge to my man T. I I really think T has taken on the spoiler. He's not a champ. He's not two and three. At this point, I don't know what this man is. He seems like a saboteur, and he's got some dangerous players. I don't like like David Johnson. I don't like Ezekiel Elliott, even though he's kind of a bum, in my opinion, because he wears that big blue star on his helmet. And Leonard Fournette, I mean... They all got solid matchups, so we got to see. No, Ezekiel Elliott does not have a solid matchup. He's going against the Eagles, and we about to put that boy down. So he getting ten points, and he up out of here. So goodbye. But I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get an edge to my man T. Moving on, we got the boy Darius has next with a record of five and four versus I don't know anymore, aka running back plague, aka run for the hills, aka help me Lord, aka do something. <laughs> with Michael with a with a record of three and six. Now Hope has Hope's got Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones starting in his running back core. The Bull Darius has Kenyon Drake and Carrion Johnson. He's got the K's in his running back. And I don't know, has I don't know. Christian McCaffrey's pretty good. Aaron Jones is great. I just don't know. Uh, I really I really just don't know. But you know what? It's actually funny. Until after, I mean, you know, he just has to put a defense. So I hope you're here listening to this. Hope you got to make sure you put a defense in there. He has to put a defense in there. Other than that, I have a good feeling that Hope may sneak away with this one because I'm not liking. I'm not liking Gronk right now. His health is up in the air. But I, I do like everything else on his team. Don't get me wrong. He's got a big prediction, but I don't know. It's something not right. It's something not sitting right with this team. I'm I'm not sure. I think he might have lost some juice. But the final matchup is between your boy Philly Swagoo, dripping, dripping Swagoo, with a record of five and four versus King Tiger. King Tiger came from the back of the back. Now he in the front of the back. Mm. With a record of six and three on a hot streak. He won his last five. My man has Drew Brees at the queue. I got Andy Dalton fresh off the way from wire. <laughs> I got Andy Dalton fresh off the way from wire. I think your boy King Tiger fleeced me for Derek Carr, which is fine. 
I had to do something because I was in panic mode, even though I was a little weak ahead. So it's all good, but I had to make some adjustments. Had to make some adjustments. I, I have I have I have a good faith that my running backs will will out will outscore him. But then that's where it gets a little hairy. I mean, he does have Julio who has broken the curse. And Keenan Allen, who's up against a, a excellent matchup in Oakland with John Gruden's nut ass academy. They can't do anything right. So I like that matchup. I got Cooper Cup and Calvin Ridley. Cooper Cup has a tough matchup against the Seahawks, but Ridley, I think my man really about to blow up. So, you know, all I got to do is uh, set my lineup and put a, put a defense in because my Texans are on the bye week. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give a slight edge, slight edge, slight edge to myself, just because I feel as though my running back core will help me win. But I can tell you this: this will not be this will not be an easy win. This will not be a spanking like last week. This will be going. This will be going down to the wire. And it's actually funny. We have just about the exact same schedule. And all of our games will be decided by eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a very, very, very interesting week. And that, my friends, has been the week ten prediction. Perfect. Comments. Um, the, I think my single comment is that I dropped the uh, while you were talking. I dropped the the Miami Dolphins defense. Hey man, so thank you for that. Hey, I was man. on the sleep at the wheel. Hey man, you sleep at the way, man. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It's all, it's all, it's all Gucci. No stuff <laughs> happens. It is all good, Commish. So yeah, you know what I think it's time for, Commish. It's time for the. I think good I think I know what it's time for. Power rankings. Oh boy, man, this yeah. is this is a really weird. This is listen. This, I think this might be the weirdest. This might be the weirdest power rankings. Well, I, I'm gonna let you get to into it, but just know. Kamesh, this looks real weird. Yeah, it's it's actually it's kind of tough. Um, it's always tough, but it's it's getting it's tough, but it's it's actually getting easy because you can kind of see like, all right, we can I can see what teams aren't going to make it. So but I'm going to just get right into it. We got good old tier four, and the person that's manning tier four is the tier four captain. Hey, the 12. tier four captain. There you go. Yep. Yeah, he should change his name to Davy Jones. Yes, but David Jones. <laughs> somebody, somebody caught that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you said it repeated like you knew it was. Somebody I, caught I'm, it. You drop Easter eggs every. Hey every man, I'm, I, I hope I, somebody I, listening. I'm dropping them. I, I, I write them down. I'm dropping them. I'm I'm not going to spend too much time on his team because at this point, his team is just Saquon Barkley. Just somebody, and, please rescue Saquon Barkley. You got two days left. Yeah, that it's like I said, it's crazy because like it's crazy because like I'm looking, it's like well he's got Robert Woods and Mike Evans, but like the, both of those guys aren't haven't been producing lately. And like I said his he's not going to do any trades. Saquon could have been a nice piece for him. He could have gotten a lot for him. I've heard some crazy trade offers that he declined just from what I've heard. What I've heard that what was offered is just like well, wow, he just chose not to do anything. So. I mean, he dropped 70 points last week. Not much you can really say about the Tier 4 captain. Um, better luck next year. Um, it's crazy, though, that he was our – This is he's, he's like the poster. He's the poster child for, like, why we need to 
stop the auto draft. Ooh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, tier four captain, but no more he, auto draft. He did the same. He he. So last year he did nothing to his team except set his lineup, and he won because of the auto draft. This year he drafted his own team, and he pretty much again did, did he nothing. Get ex- did he get DL exposed? And now he's number twelve. So hey, man, he can he still won, but whatever, man. Ouch. It seemed like they had a lot of hot grease behind it. Well, it was this grease, man. Ouch. He just sat there and let his team die. So, it's a lot of grease there. We can move on, though, to the next one. Is, that, is this the first time I think we're – T is not – T is not number – he's not the last place. Give that man a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. Unfortunately, <laughs> he, he took a – a nice spanking, and it's pretty much out of the playoff picture now. Yeah, um, I would say anyone in tier four, by the way, is just you're you're pretty much just out the playoffs now. I don't really see a path for you to get there, and I say that mainly because all right, so maybe he's not the uh, worst. I believe his record is three and six. Three, right? correct. That is three and six. But the division, I just don't see. In order for him to make it, he's got to catch. He would have to catch the ball Darius has next. He'd have to go on it. He'd have to win out. Yeah, he'd have to catch two people, actually, because, like, he'd have to catch even Morgan Freeman's and the Bull Darius has next in order. He'd have to catch one of those two in order to make it. So it's just the path is crazy. It's crazy things have happened before, but I think it's just pretty much done. I don't think his team is really good enough to, to make that type of run. His team is solid, but just not quite good enough. Carson Wentz. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like his team ended up like he's got Zeke, David Johnson, Leonard Fournette. Like that's a real strong core. But all of those guys, like I said, are have been underperforming to an extent. Not enough for him. He he has to drop like one forty a week, and he's, it's just not going to happen. Those guys just aren't really in explosive offenses for him to do it. So, like I said, I don't want to spend too much on this team. It's it's tier four, like you're pretty much dead at this point, unfortunately. Um, do you got any thoughts? The only thing that I, I really like or that I can give a compliment to is the fact that he will be a spoiler. And if his team does start to shoot, you know, fire on all cylinders, sorry for the cliche, but Leonard Fournette, Zeke, and David Johnson, if they are both putting up 20 apiece, that could be a huge deal breaker for a lot of opponents. Yeah. It, yeah, it'll like, just be tough to deal with. I mean, he he for sure does not ever have to worry about setting his lineup for anybody because they're all past their buys too. That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of scary. In the long run, I don't know if he really planned it that way. I'm not giving him that much credit for the simple fact of he has traded off a bad he tra- paid, traded off a bad player for this and I'm not exactly sure. But as a spoiler, oh, his identity is, is quite clear. Yeah, his team is actually not terrible, um, but it's just unfortunate. I mean, he's it's it's like you needed to win more in the beginning and in the middle of the season. But I mean, hey, you got a nice little team right now. Unfortunately, I mean, are. he can definitely he can definitely finish with his head held up to a certain degree if he ruining yeah. people's chances in the playoffs. But he yeah. can't say he a fantasy champ for sure. Not at all. He can he can certainly say he can he can feel good about the the end of the season potentially if things go right. He could be like, hey, I had a my 
my record, what is he, three and six? Like he could he could end up like five and eight, like hey, not too, not terrible. So I'm not the worst. Mm-hmm. Heck, he could might even end up he could end up six and seven just outside the playoffs and be like, hey, like I'm not that bad. Pretty much. And let's jump to number ten. Number ten. I still see this as tier four and it's I don't know anymore. Oh, he's I tier four still? Yeah, I got him tier I got him tier four. Not because this team is terrible, but mainly because I don't see a path to him making the playoffs. Hmm. Um the point score just isn't enough to catch. It's not enough to catch I mean, I guess he could catch even Morgan Freeman's, but <clears throat> excuse me, technically even Morgan Freeman's aren't isn't even in the playoffs right now. He have to catch he would have to catch the bull Darius has next, who has like a thousand points. I mean, he's got to, he would have to get on a crazy run to do it. I just don't think he is going to though. It's too tight and he's lost a lot of he's just lost a lot of games that he he just had too he's he just had too slow of a start as well with the with the with the uh with the injuries and that loss that he the the, the L that he took to me where he lost by two points in week eight was just I think a, a, a dagger to him. Yeah. That hurt. I think, that, that's I think this team ends up like six and seven. It's just not enough. Like it seems good but not enough to really like I mean it would be surprising if I think if he made it, he would have if he were to pass the Bull Darius has next and even Morgan Freeman's to make the playoffs. Oh he in it. Uh he I mean there's other passes that is I mean he can win the division but I don't think he's going to pass uh, Princess Tomato. There's no way, unless her team completely fades. Maybe. Um, Maybe she has team, she has to like completely like just poop the bed and stop setting her lineup for that to happen. In my exactly. opinion, exactly. And that's what that's what some of it is. It's just like, sorry if I just went far, sounded far away there, but that's what some of it is. Like, man, like can y'all catch? Can y'all catch? Can you catch Princess Tomato? And I don't think so. So she had she had one bad week, and it was like she still scored over a hundred. So I don't. She's think actually been she's been scoring over a hundred. She scored over a hundred twice except one week, but so. even so, still she was the first one to touch a thousand. So that that goes that goes for a whole lot. It's crazy though. His team is actually really good because I think he I think he benefited really well from that. Uh, what's his name trade? The uh, I think it was the Devonte Adams for. Caffrey and Diggs, like he, he benefited a lot from that. So if he does go on a crazy run, I would not be like I would be extremely surprised. But I just think he's going to fall short. That's why I put him here for because it's just like I just don't think you're going to. I just think it's. I think Mark Ingram is a killer. I think Aaron Jones. I mean, I think he's solid, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's a league winner or anything. McCaffrey is a solid floor guy. The running back, the wide receivers are solid, but not great. It's just not enough. It's just going to fall short. What you got for me? I don't really like his team for the simple fact of he has taken so long to play my man Aaron Jones. He's sitting on him. He keep leaving him on the bench. And now now he's going to play him because he has no choice. But you know, 
maybe maybe things can change for Hove. I'm I'm being hard on Hove because Hove is a really good coach in my opinion. He's he's an he's an old head when it comes to the league, and his team is solid. He picked up Jack Doyle off their waiver wire. He robbed a few people who were interested in that tight end, especially there was somebody who was sitting on him for a while. But we're not we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> Sat on him for a while, and you know he nabbed him off the waiver wire, which looks good. Like his team as a whole looks good. Philip Rivers performs. It's very balanced. It's, it's very balanced. it's a very balanced team. There's no like. Oh, like you don't have this, you don't have that. I mean, if you want to say he doesn't have a defense, then whatever. Say that, say that then. But he does have Trey Burton as a bat, as a as a tight end. He's got Doug Martin who has had trouble kind of getting it up, and I'm not really sure. And then on top of that, Doug and Doug Martin actually has a hip injury, so no wonder why my man has been having troubles getting it up. But with that being said, it's just very interesting that. Hove hasn't found that um that big success. You know, he had a really good trade. He got Mark Ingram back, but it's like, you know, he was holding on to Mark Ingram, and now Mark Ingram can barely put up, what, 15 points? He's not the same Mark Ingram. Of course, I mean, with Camaro at the helm, it's hard. He's also off the juice. So. He's off the juice, so maybe he might be dialing down. But, I mean, now let's not – we can't go too hard into that. I mean, he did have a really good – uh return game against Washington. He did put up 20-30. So that was that was a really good game, but now it just seems like he's kind of tapered off. Not yeah. exactly sure what's going on. I like Hove's team, but Hove is exactly where he needs to be. Yeah, and I do want to say, I mean, like the, the reason why he's tier four, right, and why everyone I have in tier, is in tier four is because, I mean, it's three and six. So it's like you, you do realize for him to make the playoffs, he's got to win out. He's got to be. I, I think seven and six is a is the magic number to like to make the playoffs. Six and seven is not getting it done. Uh, so it's like you got to win out, and I'm just like I don't, I don't see the odds of that. Football is just too crazy. I don't care how good your team looks. Winning out is a very very difficult thing to do. It really is. Any anything can happen. So let's jump on to the next. Number nine, and that's the boogeyman. Up one from the last time we did this, but kind of doesn't matter because it's still tier four. And it's mainly because he he's three and six. It's just like, I mean, his points, he's got, I, he's, his point scored is a little bit higher than Hove, so that's why I got him up here. Um, so if he were, if he could, he could potentially beat out one of the, if he got on a crazy run, maybe he can beat out some, somebody with, with a tiebreaker. But um, at this point, I think he's pure spoiler mode. Because Mahomes might still have a couple forty-point games in him, so a couple. You better put some respect on my man. man. He <laughs> just being he being humble because he know he got to be in the playoffs. Hey, wait, just listen. Wait. He dropped. He dropped like Mahomes was really good, but he dropped twenty-nine last week, and but Ben Big Ben just dropped twenty-five. So it's like, what does that what does that mean? Ben Ben has to work hard to drop twenty-five. He doesn't do that. Whatever. I'm talking strictly fantasy. I'm talking strictly numbers. Whatever. Um, it's it's just like it's. I mean, Mahomes is is what it is. But like I said, the fact that he had to give up a huge piece to get him is just just really setting his team back. His running backs are Alex Collins and Adrian Peterson. Definitely, definitely not RB one. None of those guys are RB ones. Like they're they're not they're not going to finish in the top ten running backs. I don't think. 
injured previously. Mike. I mean, AP Mike. So you better put some respect on that old man. He man. he lost both of his guards though. He his his line did. Yeah, his hurt, line so. his line got decimated in one game. So that's the that's the. I mean, Boyd and Josh Gordon solid. Kelsey is you know who he always is, but it's just not this. This is not enough to. This team isn't good enough right now to win out. I don't think so. He's going to put up a – he's probably going to win a game or two from Mahomes and then just put up a random stinker and then that be it. And then once you drop to, like, five and eight, you're not making the playoffs. Or even even six and seven in this case. I don't think you're making the playoffs. Um, any – if you have nothing else to add, I'll jump on the next one. Nah, you got Hove. I, I, I gave my, my, my tough love to Hove. I was talking to – this was Boogie Oh, Man. you my fault. I gave my tough love to Boogeyman. I mean, you know, he just he, he just he lost some value, but it's just at this point he seems as though he is going down like a Jeep. Yeah, he's going down like a Jeep. It's cool. It's a maybe next year. He's shows some serious potential though as an owner. He's just gotta get a little bit more disciplined with the trades. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. Just don't trade. Just don't tra- here's my rule of thumb. Don't be trading away like like studs, like that's just like you're asking for trouble when you trade away like a player that's like top, top like three in their position. Like Sasha's not going to trade away, or so, can she? And she's not. It's just like you just can't do that, and that, that you're asking for trouble whenever you do something like that. It's just too, too, uh, too risky. Unless I guess it's a QB, but whatever. Enough of that. Enough of that. Let's go on to let's where it starts to get interesting. I have a, a special, rarely used tier three for the Mudless Dicks. He's actually not tier four because he won last week and it keeps him in it. He's four and five. And yeah, I mean, it's still a tough, tough road for him. But I mean, at the end of the day, he is only one game back from the Bull Darius has next. I personally am not a huge fan of the Mudless Dicks team. But he's in, he's in striking distance. He's only twenty points behind the bullhead Darius has. What's next. wrong with the muddy dick? I let me see. What's, what's wrong with the muddy dick? What, what's it's, so uh, bad it's, about it's, this? It's, team? Uh, it's, it's a still. He's still like he made some trades to shore up his running back, and it's still just like not. He's still his running back still aren't good. I mean, it's he like, got good old Wendell Smallwood and Jordan Howard. What's... Listen, Jordan Howard, Jalen Rashard, Lamar Miller, like, those guys all are kind of ass. Like, they're all, like, RB3s to an extent. Jordan Howard is going to be very irrelevant, I promise you. He is not good at all in that offense. I'd much rather have Tariq Cohen. Hmm. Uh, he's thus, I mean, Scott Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill, hmm. and Jared Goff, and each of, each of those guys could put up, like, 30 real easy. So, I mean, like... And Greg Olson looks alive, so he does have a he does have a chance. But if he's ever wondering why the hell his team is so inconsistent, it's because of that. It's because he's relying on wide receivers, and he doesn't have that floor from running backs. So kind of is what it is. He's still in the mix. Who knows? He could he could get hot. I I have him tier three because I think it's I still think it's a long shot. I don't think he's going to pass. Darius the Bull and even Morgan Freeman, just when you compare the roster quality. Even but, Morgan Freeman. I think, yeah, I think the Mudless Dicks are their season's not over yet. One more loss, one more loss though makes it, it makes it look real shaky at that point. 
He's got a. He's got a. He's got. A, he's four and five. But, so he's got to really aim for. It's a lot of teams for, out here four and five, bro. Yeah, you got to aim for that seven and six, in my opinion. I just don't think seven, and seven gets it done. Fair enough. Any thoughts? I mean, my I only have a, a few few things to pry about Mudless Dick. I mean, I like I don't like Wendell Smallwood, but you know he had to put on his coaching hat, and Wendell Smallwood has been able to pull out some good wins for uh good old Muddy Dick. So, with that being said, I like it. You know, he started he played them both for his two big games. He played them against Minnesota when they lost. He had a big game, and he played them when they had Jacksonville. So. We'll see what happens. I'm not really a huge fan of the, like you said, the roster quality. I mean, Jordan Howard, Wendell Smallwood, and Jalen Richard doesn't really sound that intimidating. Yeah, and the, and but, the thing is, he's traded. He's traded like real pieces to get those running backs, and still just kind of. Well, I mean, Wendell Smallwood was a waiver wire pickup for him. I'm talking about Lamar Miller and, and Jalen. Okay, like he traded Breeze and Kenny Galladay for those two. Okay, and, like, and yeah, he maybe he could have found some more or better, a better maybe. offer for those, which is the truth. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you know, it's it's, I do I do like it. I I, I genuinely I do I do like it, but maybe he needs just a tad bit more, maybe like a big name to pop out. I mean, he does have Des Bryant there, so. We got to see what happened there. But he a running. I mean, he's a receiver, so. We don't know if that's, yeah. we don't know if that's for sure or if that's. If if I were to give him any, like, any credit, it's his first year. And I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with next year. Next um, next year in fantasy. He's, yeah, as long as he keeps playing. Really, yeah, he's going to play again. He, he has to. <laughs> or he's going to be dead in the living room. Get it? He watched too much football now. Dead in the living room. Let's uh let's jump on to number seven. We got the start of tier two. Okay. Straight playoff hunt team, just fighting for it's just um you know your standard tier two, just fighting for these uh, playoff spots. Not out of it. Um, very much in the mix. Number seven, I have Darius the Bull. Um, even though he's number six right now, I have him number seven, which is, would be slightly outside the playoff picture. It's kind of tough. But I just don't like his team that much. Why? Even Morgan Freeman's. <laughs> even Morgan. Even Morgan. Even Morgan. Because I think low key his running backs are not good enough. I think so. He's got he's got Matt Ryan, really solid QB, definitely a top guy there. Unexpectedly, but he is. But his running backs carry on Johnson. The issue with Carrion is so Carrion and King and Drake, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he, either of these guys are RB ones. Um, Carrion Johnson, you saw what just happened to him. He's not bad, but man, that schedule that he has down the stretch is tough. So it's like, man, I don't know if Carrion is going to be producing just off the fact that he's not going to be getting twenty five carries a game because he's part of a committee and the offense is probably not going to be scoring a ton of points because that schedule is just tough. He's, like, playing so many um, good defenses. Very stringent defenses. Yeah, so it's going to be tough for carrying on. I like him as a player, but it's just unfortunate. And um, Kenyon Drake, I mean, he's just going to lose you a game. <laughs> Kenyon Drake, he's just like, like, what? They're giving Gore, like, 20 carries? Kenyon Drake, he just, he'll just blow up and then just disappear. Well, that's definitely not something you want. 
he's basically like a wide receiver. It's like it's just that's very scary to have as a as a uh, as a running back, and that's mainly why I don't love his team now. His wide receivers: Odell Beckham Jr., Devonta Adams. Good. I mean, and, and Brandon Cooks, really good, solid core. Even though I still think, um, I still think Diggs is just. I don't like Diggs and and McCaffrey. I much rather have that than Devonta Adams. So, good old Diggs. Devonta Adams is great though. He, but Odell Beckham's a little suspect, I believe. And. Yeah, I mean these these wide receivers they're they're really good, so I can't really I'm not even going to dig on them too much. I will dig on Gronk, and the fact that I mean I guess he's he'll play, but man he just hasn't been himself. He said he was going to go crazy in Buffalo. He did not. He did so, not. He 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 was terrible. Eh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah, I, I this is exactly why it's just like I think Gronk and his two running backs may be the death of him. He, he might fall short. I think he might end up being like. I don't know. I mean, six and seven or something, or seven and six, and just just miss out. I, I think he's just he's gonna it's gonna come down to something. And it's gonna be a heartbreaker, and he's just gonna miss out by a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, maybe. He could lose out, but he did just drop seventy points. He could lose out. But. Man, I have I don't have a huge issue with this with this team. I just don't like the fact that he has no value in. The running back. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was I'm all about carry on Johnson. I'll be the first one to say it, but I thought he learned his lesson with Kenyon Drake. He played Kenyon Drake and then he gets shit from him. And when he keep Kenyon Drake on the bench, he blow up. At that point, I mean listen, carry on Drake. I mean, yeah, I say carry on Drake. Kenyon Drake finished with three that works. for three three what was it, nine yards, four for six targets. Oh, he just had an abysmal day. <laughs> He, like those, those can't be your best. This this can't this I mean, can't be real. This can't be life. His team is almost like built the same exact way as as uh, Mutless Dicks. So that's why he Mutless Dicks has a chance because like yo they have almost the exact same team. It's like very shaky running backs and really good receivers. So we'll see how it turns out. I just I just I just want to say one thing that this man's strength will and always will be his receivers. All he needs is Cook, Beckham, and Devontae Adams to both get touchdowns. And it's on and popping. It is on and popping. Let's us move on. Who's next? Number six, who I actually think is going to make the playoffs. Number six. He's not in the slot right now. And that's going to be even Morgan Freeman. Even Morgan Freeman's. I think even – I just think his team was always really good. And he kind of fell asleep at the wheel a little bit, but he did a little trades. I don't think the trades actually helped him a ton, but I do think I do think he's uh, his team at its core is just is solid, it's rock solid. And I do think the Fitz for Fitz trade does. I think that might be enough to get him in. Oh, he got because, he got enough magic to be to work it. Yeah, I think Fitz because he had a like who did he have? Is I mean Kirk Cousins is very shaky, and I don't. Even, he had Blake Bortles on the scene. Definitely don't want that. But Kirk Cousins will—I don't understand why, but he just randomly will give you a dud. Like he just blows up and then he'll just like what? Because we don't like believe in points. Captain Kirk. <laughs> so Fitzpatrick is like a little bit more. He has a more of a floor. Like Fitz, Fitz Magic is going to throw a couple picks, but he'll throw a ton of touchdowns because that team can't run or do anything. So I think 
and they just love to air it out. So I think that was a really good move. Melvin Gordon and James Conner is just like, listen, in my other league, I have I have Gurley and James Conner, and it's like the same thing. It's like Melvin Gordon's really good, and James Conner's a beast. So it's like that. I think that in and of itself is going to power him into the playoffs. His wide receivers are kind of shaky, but I mean, I think T.Y. is still going to be good. And he's got George Kittle, who's really, um, who's almost like a wide receiver himself. Oh, and then he's got Golden Tate. So I think that's enough to get him in uh, when you think, when you compare the strength, or when you look at the strength of his running backs and then like T.Y. and Golden Tate and Kittle, I think that's enough to get him in. And. Um, man, his team's going to be really scary in the playoffs when he has A.J. Green. Man, who you tell <laughs> So, I almost hope he doesn't make it, but if he does, I mean, his team is, is I think it's going to, I think it's going to pull out a few W's to really close out a playoff spot. What you got for me? I like Dre's team a lot coming from where it has been. I mean, he's, he, he, he can no longer take the auto draft as an identity. He, he has changed his team. That's he, actually huge. Yeah. He has made it. He's he's changed it completely around. This is his team. He's made proper deals. He's not playing. I think he's in it to win it. He's real serious, and it seems like he took it personal when he started to fall asleep at the wheel with with small coaching errors, placing the wrong players. Now he is just not having it. It seems like he's locked in, and he's trying to get to the playoffs, and I like it. I like his overall team. The A.J. Green trade helps. I mean, in two weeks, if he is in the playoffs, watch out. <laughs> watch out. It's like, man, that's going to be scary. Um, let us go on to number five, and I have you here, Mr. Philly Swag. Good. Okay. Um, arguably, arguably low, but not to any fault. Of your why? Mind. Why is it arguably low? Because you said it. I'm not saying nothing right now. It's because it's not that you. It's like you're. It's because you're still in the you're still in that mix like you and you you there the bull dairy has next and even morgan freeman y'all all got the same record like anything can happen now i have you here number at number um five simply because i think you got the best team out of all of them Ooh. and i definitely think you have the best chance out of even morgan freeman and the bull dairies has next to make the playoffs and lock up a spot just simply off of roster uh, quality. So, um, looking at your team, where are you here? I mean, you've got um, you've got the you've got Alvin Kamara, the big boss there, Tevin Coleman, and Deion Lewis. I think that is a really solid running back core. Tevin Coleman, there is no Freeman, so he's pretty much a starting running back. Deion Lewis, it looks like they're trying to run the offense through him now. Uh, so he's he's a really strong flex, and I don't think your wide receivers are, are anything to laugh at. Cooper Cup, he's been injured, but he came back in sport eighteen. He came back. I think he can be a wide receiver one. Kenny Galladay, despite the tough schedule, and um, I think he's going to be fine. Maybe not great, but I think he's going to be a very. I think he's going to be a nice wide receiver two for you. But you have options, right? You can say like, hey, if his matchup kind of sucks, I still got. I got Sammy I can throw in there, and I got Colin Ridley. So your team is definitely it's 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 definitely in a good spot, and you're and you got Deshaun Watson at QB. So good old Deshaun Deshaun Watson. You had a strong week of trades, and I think you made your team playoff ready. Hmm. I think definitely 
ready to make a run and make some noise in the playoffs. I still have you tier. I still don't think anything's guaranteed though. So that's why I definitely still have you tier two, just off the just off the strength of your record. But um, you know, another couple wins, I mean you're pretty much in there. You're, I was almost tempted to just have you be the start of tier one, but I don't think you're guaranteed to be in there at all. Not yet. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, I like it. Besides the fact of, you know, trade, I've, I I had to do my thing with the trades. The only the only person that actually remained on my team from draft is good old Deshaun Watson. Everybody on my team. And, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson, that's it. Okay, right, good old Deshaun Watson. It's the right. only lone survivor that survived draft day. <laughs> Reaching for Deshaun Watson. Oh, he's not the same as last year. Oh, it's oh, fine. Got, it's oh, fine. That's all right. I don't need him to be the same. I don't need him to no, be the same. No, he's actually good, though. He's he's actually looking good. I mean, definitely not the same as last year, but, I mean, he's, he's def- I think he's a top five QB. I mean, I think he's going to finish top three. Yeah, we'll see. I don't even know what it looks like right now. Those top yeah, three. I mean, he got his he got his lung fixed, so he he already he back to taking airplane rides. Good, good. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's jump to number four, and I think this is the start of tier one. I think all four of these teams are going to make the playoffs, and it's actually a crazy rise that King Tiger made at number. He's, I think, he's six. I what I have last time, but he's six and three, and. Like I said, I mean, he, he started off on two, so that's kind of crazy <laughs> what type of um, run that he's had. And his team has just slowly gotten better each week. And I think the only – I think he's – I mean, he's like, how the heck does he have – I'm still shocked that he just had Drew Brees. Like, that's so such not a, a – a, a I feel like that's such a that's such a yeary thing to do. Like, he, he out here. <laughs> he out here. Yeah, but it's – I mean, he's got Julio Jones, who's really good this year. Um, Keenan Island, um, I think he's starting to blow up too. And his running backs are good too. I mean, he's got Nick Chubb, Tariq Cohen, Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack, man, he's had a crazy couple of weeks. We'll see if it's state. If it, I need if more consistency from Marlon Mack, but don't get me wrong, I like that boy. I like yeah. that boy Mack, man. He, he can be an RB1. Hell yeah. Yeah, Tariq Cohen is kind of good. I think he's like. The reason why Terry Cohen hasn't been doing well is because they've just been, like, running the ball because they haven't been – they haven't had any uh, – They I forget they played two bad teams, so they haven't really needed to get creative. But Terry Cohen can just blow up. I mean, that's pretty much why he's he's here. I mean, it's like – like, those running backs are strong even if they look weird. Um, Nick Chubb is solid, too. He gets a bunch of carries now that um, they shift off high, so – this team is nothing to, nothing to laugh at. So, I think he's done on – he's 6-3. and three. I mean, for him not to make the playoffs, he would pretty much have to um, lose out and score a very low amount of points, and I don't think that's going to happen. Um, all he's got to – I think I think he has a tiebreaker. Like, he's he's got a lot of points scored, so 1,070 1, points. Um, if I look at what – even Morgan Freeman and Darius has even that. Morgan Freeman and even the Mutless Dicks. I mean, he's almost got a hundred more points than everyone. So I think he's pretty. He's in a pretty good spot. To, enough to say that he's uh, the start of tier one and and should make the playoffs, barring any crazy disaster. Even Morgan Freeman's. I like. Hey man, I, it's 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 crazy. It's just a lot. It's a lot of dangerousness out here. Let's just put it that way. 
Yeah. It's a lot of dangerous out here. I will say this, man. I have no idea how the playoffs are going to go. It's just, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Commissioner Z, know. are you nervous? Uh, no. I think you should I be. I mean, I'm as nervous as, as, I just want the bye week, man. That's what I want. I think you should be nervous, Commissioner Z. I don't think my team is significantly better than than the other. I don't think my team is significantly better than any of these playoff teams, unfortunately. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm nervous, but I mean, I'm just going to do what I can do. I just hope my team keeps scoring points. I like it. I I, I like the humbleness. <laughs> I like the humbleness. Um, we you want to jump on to number three? Yeah, I'll jump on to number three. Got good old kneecap. The man from the land. What can I say about kneecap? Yeah, let's let's have, let's have you run. Let's have you run down. Kneecap. What what can I? Me personally, this is just how I feel. Let let let's just let's just break this down from top to top because these are the top three titans that I have the most respect for. But also, they are they are in this position for a reason. Now, what is the difference between kneecap and king tiger? This kneecap has James White and Kareem Hunt. These two players alone, literally, they average, just just in general, they literally average plus 15. Like, James White has scored 20 points for three straight weeks, plus 20. He's insane. For he's three really, straight weeks. And he is James not. James White, but my goodness, he's putting up more numbers than, than David Johnson. This he's, is. You know what I mean? Or this he, is. These are David Johnson-esque numbers. And, it's, and what's scary about it is that. Kareem Hunt himself gets any play. He, he listen. He has Kareem Hunt just has had. I mean, honestly, he's just had a phenomenal year. He last scored thirty four. He had two rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. Ninety one rushing yards, fifty receiving yards. Like my man, this this roster is just built. It's just built for it. Like it, it, say what you want about his team. Say what you want that he doesn't trade, and I'll be the first one to eat my own words. I'm very frustrated that I haven't been able to wrench any players from kneecap, but kneecap has been disciplined. He has been either ignoring or disciplined, whatever it is, it's working because his team, it just, it's just really hard to beat. And his team is beyond solid Tom Brady at the helm. Then he's got Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. Everybody know juice get plenty of receptions, but Michael Thomas has just been blowing up with Drew Brees at the helm. He's got Austin Hooper who, you know, Matt Ryan has been playing very well, so the connection is real there. He's got Muhammad Sanu. He, I think he has his hand. He he likes the Atlanta Falcons on a low low. He he really likes the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> he really does. And then he's also one thing that's really interesting about Tay is Tay has been has been uniquely able to stream his defenses, even though streaming defenses is very popular in fantasy football. But he's been able to do it efficiently to the point where he can shuffle in and out. And I like it. His, and you know, his bench. The only, the only thing I can really pry about Tay's bench is that you know, if some of his players going to bye week, then goodbye Tay. Because if he doesn't have James White, and Kareem Hunt, Carlos Hyde, Frank Gore, and Emmanuel Sanders yeah. is not going to save his ass. Yeah, he's very. He's actually very top heavy. So he I, will, I can't even call it top heavy because yeah, he may not have. He don't have much meat. He he he's. He he's stocky, yeah. He but he don't have no bench. He doesn't have a bench. It's, it's, it's the only thing right. I can it's, really pry about mm-hmm. Tay. And here's the thing: the bench does not matter in the playoffs. You so damn right. Hard to say he's. It's hard to say he's just top heavy because 
he his whole lineup is good. It's his just whole his lineup is good. Like there, um, there's no, there's no like. Uh, I don't like Kareem Hunt because he doesn't get enough rushing yards. No, he gets he gets enough. And besides, Kareem Hunt has, if I'm not mistaken, has the second highest yak in the NFL. So yeah, once yeah. that boy touched the ball, it's it's off to the races. Man, I will say he has he if he has one fatal weakness, it's going to be the tight end spot. But I think he fixed that. I mean, I'll be I'll be the good. We can play good versus bad. I think I'll be. I'll be that guy, man. I think he finally fixed it. He just he can't afford to be having any more CJ Uzumas or Tyler Eifert's issues in the playoffs. So that that for sure will get him get him. Or picked. maybe not. Or maybe not. Maybe the rest of his lineup can cover that up. You know? Maybe maybe. Maybe, but you know, it's this team is definitely scary and it arguably should be it should I be was, not to very, play. Yeah, this is not I was a team very to be playing with. to have him above Princess Tomatoes, but I'm I'm not gonna overreact to it. Like two weeks, but I was very tempted. Interesting. Um, so speaking of the tomatoes, you you, you say, take this one. You take this one because I'm taking you last. All right, cool. <laughs> I can say that this is the first time where she is not number one in the power ring. This is the and first time. This is week ten. She yes, held it down. First time, and it's just like I still was like, man, she should still be number one. But then I looked, I'm like, damn, she's only five and four. <laughs> it's like whoa. She's got the worst. Look, listen. She's actually got the worst luck in the league because yeah. there's no reason her team should be five and four. No Not reason. Right. She scored clearly like way more points than everybody else. It's just, I mean, what she lost when she put up one thirty or one forty. Like, just really bad luck. She should actually be like, she should be eight and one. But she just had a couple of bad matchups. But she should really be eight and one. Uh, I don't think I. I still have her up to even though she's five and four. I still have her locked in and winning the division. I don't think Boogeyman, I don't know anymore, or I'm not even going to mention uh, him, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I don't think Boogeyman or I don't know anymore is going to catch her just off the fact of roster quality and point score. So that would be a crazy – I don't think she's in any danger of losing the division. But um, she does got to get some wins, and it's going to be – a. If she loses this week against me, it's gonna Ooh, be tough. she's gonna be five and five, and she might only be one game up on oh. say the boogeyman, and then she starts sweating a little bit. But oh man, I yeah. can't. I can't, this is almost not even like the same podcast. I can't. I can't see how Sasha has fallen like this. It's it doesn't even it's, make sense. She's got to be the. It's the worst luck. She should not have fallen. It's just she just had a couple bad matchups because it doesn't make any sense that she is. Even I think she might be on a two-game losing streak, and that is ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, not for her. Yeah, she's got a lot. Like I got her on the fact that she's got, um, she's got Thielen on by and Philip Lindsay on by. I mean, granted, she did make a Duke Johnson trade, but her team is looking a little, little. This is one of this is the weakest I'm going to see her team, and and she's playing me. So it's just bad luck. It's just a really, really untimely bye weeks for her right now. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much all I. I mean, I, I could run down the team a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, she still got. She's got Aaron Rodgers a little shaky. I looked at his numbers. Is he shaky? I mean, he's like. He's it, like or is he just not performing? Shaky. Yeah, he's just not. He's not. He's giving you steady. He has a nice floor to him, but like, he's not giving you forty point games like these other QBs are. He's kind of just like. A low end route, low end QB one. He might have, he might blow up later on, but it's just like, oh, why isn't he putting up more points? Hmm. 
But she still got got Todd Gurley, um, who's the man. I don't. I think sixteen. We saw his floor, which was sixteen points. So um, Duke Johnson, I think, was a nice little add there. I think he's going to get more involved with after the coaching change. Um, Juju Smith Schuster, um, also he's he's so targeted in the red zone that yeah, I mean he's just he's he's just going to be another guy that's just like can blow up at any time just because he gets targeted in the in the red zone a lot. Thielen's finally saw that his 100-yard streak ended, but I still think he has good days ahead of him. And that is probably the meat of her team. I mean, Phil how do you Lynch, feel about how do you feel about Princess Tomato's bench? Oh, I think it's I think it's it's very uh, questionable, much like Tay, hmm. but it's okay because it doesn't matter in the playoffs. And I don't think it – I think the fact that her bench is suspect is hurting her this week, solely this week. And I think she's also going to be – man, I, it's like she has so many points scored, but, yo, what happens when Todd Gurley's on the bye? What Does happens? She, yeah. Does she lose? So she has to – she actually has to win this week against me. Like, this is kind of a must win for her. And a must course, win against Dabcan? Yeah, mm. or else uh, she's really – could have the craziness happen and that and let the boogeyman catch her or I don't know anymore. The boogeyman, her. the sleepwalk, the sleeper, he might sleepwalk in. Uh oh. Yeah. So she, she's um. I don't think she's truly in danger of missing the playoffs, but I think she can kiss that bye week goodbye. Mm. So that's kind of you really want that bye week in the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, I think that bye week might be a thing of the past. Ouch. Unfortunately. This is hurting, man. I, yeah. I don't. I can't. I can't. I don't like crying on Sasha, man, because she, yo, she came in with so much fire and she Her did team, it so graciously. It's just unlucky. It's oh. really. I'm just like shocked. It's so. It's just a luck thing because like she really should be eight and one. It's just like, oh man, I can't believe it. Well, I mean, yeah. my only thing about her is that you know who I'm really tired of. This is the only person on her team who I just cannot stand. And I feel like it is just, just been room to just. Ugh, I'm I'm just so over him. I am just so over Jordan Reed. I am yeah. over this guy. Do you know Jordan Reed has not scored a touchdown since week one? I was just looking at that. Like, wait, he is pretty trash. I am <laughs> over this guy. I am. I uh, it, this is not a. This is not a Sasha player. I'm just so over this guy. I've had him before in previous leagues, and he does this exact same nonsense. Well, well, no, right? He's usually just – he usually puts up numbers, but he's just not healthy. Now he's actually healthy. He's healthy, but he can't perform. <laughs> oh, this is – oh, it's just so frustrating. Jordan Reed is just uh, – I if there's one player who does not need to be on this team, it's definitely Jordan Reed. It's definitely yeah. Jordan Reed. Well, she's got Ben. I'm, you know, she makes a lot of moves where it's just like Ben. I'm, ben Watson has people. secured his spot as a tight end, as a great tight end. Right. So she's usually like, I'm tired of this person. I'm getting rid of him. I'm surprised she hasn't gotten rid of uh, Jordan Reed or tried to address really that tight end spot yet. Yes, man. I cannot stand that dead skin of a player. Goodness. So you got. Oh, I got this full next. All right, so five minutes. We got to keep it under two hours, or it's going to get cut. So I think we're at. Um, we, you got like thirteen minutes total, but say less. I think it's it's. I think it's time to to wrap it up. 
All right, let's say less. Let's, let me let me get to my man Dab. And let me get to my man, good old Dab Cam. No longer Scam Cam. Dab Cam here. Cause let me tell you something about Dab Cam here. I like Dab Cam. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not gonna pry on him because it's it's not it's 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 only so much to really pry on this guy. You look at his team. His team has come a long way. At first, you know, he was dependent on uh, Alex Collins. He got him up out of here. Now he on to bigger and better things. He acquired Joe Mixon. His team is solid. I like this team. So I'm going to run it down like this. I strongly believe that Dab Cam will be a playoff contender. Now, will he be able to maintain it? maintain it is my biggest issue. I'm not really feeling the fact that Sonny Michelle is coming back against a hungry Tennessee Titans defense, but he has the right playoff players. If you pay attention, Patriot players are just the right players to have when it comes to playoff time. Julian Edelman turns up now. Zach Ertz always, I mean, Zach Ertz is what, the, is, he the, is he not the number one tight end? No, I think Kelsey still got that. Okay, so he's the number two tight end. And, you know, Corey Davis has actually been playing fairly well with the, you know, with Rashard Matthews going away. I mean, it's all about him and Tate Sharp. So I like, I like Corey Davis and the flex. Cam Newton, of course, he just, Cam Newton, actually, surprisingly, to my own disrespect, Cam Newton is ranked four. This is not a scam cam, people. This is not a scam cam. Cam right now is better than Big Ben, in my opinion. Way better. Because the thing I can honestly say is that on, on the year, Cam Newton has thrown a low of three interceptions. He has averaged two interceptions per game. I mean, two touchdowns per game. He has, what, four rushing touchdowns on the, on the year? Scam Cam is the real deal. And he has consistent numbers. Not just, you know, out of jumping off the charts and then one day he has bad. He's had really good consistent numbers. So to my own dismay, I don't like giving Cam this credit, but Cam is 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 the real deal this year. Cam is the real deal this year. And then on top of that, Joe Mixon and Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle may not be that great, but behind any Patriots line, any running back can achieve greatness. And Sonny Michelle is a, is a great pickup, but Joe Mixon is the real deal. Like this, <laughs> he's he. I think he's the next generation Kamara for real, for real. I really do. He actually might. I think he might be bigger, but he is the he is the real deal. I like Joe. I like Joe Mixon a lot. It seems like you know ever since his own off the field troubles, he's just literally put his head down and he's just been all about ball. Cincinnati Bengals. They're always they're always they get real hungry at the very end of the year, and now they have some young blood at the helm. This might be interesting. I'm not really sure about Adam Humphreys though. Small Five weeks, Phil. I mean, you don't got to look at that. <laughs> no, no, no. We gonna no. You the number one, so you getting you getting gone through with a fine tooth comb. I mean, listen. You talk about me chasing numbers. My man has one big game for the week, for his for his for his for his season right now. So it's solid, but he. But I will say this: if you look at it from a reception point, he gets a lot of targets, and. Those are good opportunities. He reminds me of a low-grade Cooper Cup. Just not as fast and not as swagged out as my man Cooper Cup. But still, he gets the job done. Side note, hey, Commissioner, don't uh, Adam Humphreys look like our um, old classmate, D. Malfioni, if you look at him in the face? Yes, he does, actually. 
really does. But I, I, I digress. I digress. I apologize. The the only thing that I honestly really could really pry about is the fact that you had two defenses. Which one are you going to play? Are you going to play the Rams defense or the Packers defense? It doesn't really matter because it seems like you, just Packers. as I say earlier, as Tay, you guys have been able to stream defenses efficiently. So that's 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 a that's a good secret that a lot of people haven't been paying attention to, myself included. So I respect it. There's a reason why I gave you the best coach. You started off as a scam cam type of team. Now you're really the cam that's dabbing. The goal is to see how long. I mean, the, the real question is to see how long you're gonna be dabbing until you start sweating, and until your sh- your ship sinks. Because I mean, as we saw from Sasha, everything may look Gucci and golden until bad luck starts to sit in. Are you bad luck proof? Even with girly, someone isn't bad luck proof, and you don't have you don't have a girly on your team. And that was that's that's I was gonna if I can give honest feedback of my team is it's that I don't have a. I mean, I think I guess DeAndre Hopkins is the one is the only one, but I don't really have a guy that's going to drop forty. I completely forgot about him because he's on bye week. But I'm yeah. glad you rec- recognize that. That actually makes that brings me to my my next point that your your receiving core is on the low on the low low. Your receiving core is very nice. Say what you want. I mean, say what you want about the Diggs, the Devontae Adams. The uh, wh- whoever else you want to say, sorry, sorry, Darius. I don't mean to point out your receivers, but this receiving core is fire. I like Julian Edelman a lot. I mean, honestly, I think he's the white Jarvis Landry. He he's just swagged out. He has a really good high yak. He has a great quarterback. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is a freak. He's 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 been bound to say he's the best receiver in the league, and you really can't disrespect DeAndre Hopkins. A lot of lot of a lot of corners can't even check him. He like he gets so many catches. He is uh, yeah, he's like my favorite. He is he is a freak. He gets so many catches. If you just watch him play, like his 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 catches are amazing. His body control is, is I've never seen anything like it. Just he does it's just, it's insane. And he always has some type of weird injury, but he is just he he it's just what he does. What he does as a receiver is just phenomenal. And that's why you're number one. Did you see? And you better respect John Brown. Um, I'm not there, saying anything about John Brown. So shut your mouth. Have you seen his playoff schedule? That's Who? why he's on my team, and that's why I can't. Really Who? Agree. John Brown's playoff schedule is ridiculous. John Brown's playoff schedule is Cincinnati, Oakland, ATL, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and the Chargers. Correct. Uh, we play Kansas. City. Yeah, that's technically playoffs. Huh? Think. I think it's four. I think it's Kansas City and Tampa Bay. It's like those two. It's just like, yeah. You think he gonna go off life. against Kansas City Chiefs defense? We'll see. I mean, with, with Joe Flacco at the back, okay. Maybe Joe Flacco at the at the. Okay. Uh, he might get benched, but. And you trust Lamar Jackson? Okay. We'll see, man. Okay. We'll see. Just respect John Brown is all I ask. No, I, I'm not. Listen, John Brown is going to I purposely made my point by talking about Adam Humphreys over John Brown. <laughs> I purposely did that. If you want me to revisit this, how, mu- how much time we got left? We don't got much. Then, <laughs> we can wrap it up. <laughs> we can wrap it up. We we don't have a guest today, y'all. In case y'all yeah, our guest um, is unfortunately, he's, uh, you know, real life is here, so. 
Yeah, he's sleeping as he should be, as I should be at the moment. So. Oh, you should be Probably sleeping, old time. man. I know you gotta take your warm milk and your and get your bedtime story. Yeah, man. I'm gonna try to get up at five tomorrow and see what happens. So. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, I'll be all right. Um. Yeah. So. Well, so everybody. Nice two-hour podcast. Hope a everybody. solid two-hour podcast. This is your boy Philly Swag Dude and the Commissioner Z. Signing out. Signing out, y'all. Holla.